Well, I feel like I already got done preaching. I'm back up here for a second time. Can you handle that? <laughs> 425 will be the song of encouragement. And I will, um, I will say if anybody wants to respond to the invitation today, um, anybody in the crowd, you're going to be welcome to come forward. Anybody uh, uh, it, that is uh, joining us uh, at this very time at home, you're welcome to call me on the phone. I should be able to feel it buzzing in my pocket. If anybody happens to somehow be listening to this later, and you want to, uh, you want to, re- you feel like you need to respond to the message, or you need prayers, or you need to give your life to Jesus, you're welcome to give me a call, 859-801-2585. That's the number. Uh, today, as we uh, as we consider. The message, it's, it's kind of a repeat of what we looked at uh, when we were going through uh, 2 Samuel, when David brought the ark into Jerusalem for the first time. You might remember I had this sermon called, Can You Number Your Sacrifices? Because when they were, they were filled with such joy as they brought the ark into the city... It, it talked about that they couldn't number the sacrifices that they they had. They could not number them. There were so many. And then later on, it mentioned that they did more sacrifices. It numbered them in the hundred over a hundred thousand. You know, so there were uh, there were multiple multiple sacrifices being made because these people were so so excited about what God was doing and about God coming to be in their presence in Jerusalem. Now we're looking at the same event as a different writer writes it. We're looking in 1 Chronicles chapter 16. This is again when the ark is brought by David into the city of Jerusalem. This lesson is a wonderful lesson that that now we're looking at their words and thinking about the joy and the thankfulness, the gratitude, the appreciation that they had for God for His presence with them in Jerusalem. It was a wonderful day of worship. I'm going to read uh, First Chronicles chapter 16, uh, verses 8 through 36. I do want you to know, if you want to look these up, there's, there's more, a little bit more to these, and perhaps even as they sung them, they might have even sung more. I'm not sure. But these are Psalms. Verses 8 through 22 can be found in Psalm 105, verses 1 through 15. And that's just the first portion of that psalm. And then in Psalm, excuse me, here in verse number 23 of 1 Chronicles 16, verse 23 is the beginning of Psalm 96. And Psalm 96 is given here in its entirety. I would ask you to um, to listen. I, I, I would ask you to... Uh, you know, Really focus on these words and, and hear them. If you if you really feel you need to uh, follow along in your in your Bible, I think that's fine. But if you can, just join me in listening to these words. Listen to them, hear them, and think about at the same time: Are these words our words? Do these words, these feelings, these emotions, these thought, these truths, are they? Ones that we would say. And as you think about how long we've been separated from being together as the church, you know, here we are together again, and we should be so very thankful and filled with great and wonderful joy 
over what God has done for us. So I'm going to be reading in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, beginning in verse 8. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. Sing to Him. Sing praises to Him. Speak of all of His wonders. Glory in His holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His face continually. Remember His wonderful deeds which He has done, His marvels and the judgments from His mouth. O seed of Israel, His servant, sons of Jacob, His chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember His covenant forever, the word which He commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which He made with Abraham, And his oath to Isaac. He also confirmed it to Jacob for a statute. To Israel as an everlasting covenant. Saying to you I will give the land of Canaan. As the portion of your inheritance. Verse 19. When they were only a few in number. Very few. And strangers in it. And they wandered about from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another people. He permitted no man to oppress them, and he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim good tidings of his salvation from day to day. Tell of His glory among the nations, His wonderful deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and joy are in His place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come before Him. Worship the Lord in holy array. Tremble before Him all the earth. Indeed, the world is firmly established. It will not be moved. Let the heavens be glad. And let the earth rejoice. And let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar and all it contains. Let the field exalt and all that is in it. Then the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Then say, Save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us and deliver us from the nations to give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord. 
the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praised the Lord. Those are beautiful and wonderful words. Would you say amen to those words? Do you think those words are true? Do you think those words should be proclaimed among all the nations? Did you notice as you were listening or as you were reading, did you notice verse number 8, the very first words that were read, the first words given here by the, those who were praising God? <coughs> It says, oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Make known his deeds among the peoples. We talked about the greatest deeds as we were gathered around the table. As we're remembering Jesus, the greatest deed, the greatest act of God was to send his son to die for us. Are we making known that great deed among the peoples. Notice also in that in that the wording that is there to make known his deeds among the peoples, the word peoples. It is nations. And this is this gets to the point that that we understand why God chose Israel. It wasn't God chose Israel so that he could just love Israel and Israel alone. But God chose Israel for a purpose, and that purpose is to make himself known by everyone in the world. He wants the entire world to know him. Here in this psalm, as they are praising God, in the very first couple of words that we hear, God is saying, I want everyone to know me. I want everyone to be saved. I want everyone to come to a knowledge of the truth. God so loved the whole world that he gave his only son. This is what we call evangelism, isn't it? And it's what we long to do. We long to, uh, to be the light. We long to be the salt. We want to be the salt of the earth. We want to be the light of the world. We want to be evangelists. We want to share the good news with others. And folks, we must do it. We must do it. Make known His deeds among the peoples. Represent God well everywhere you go. Did you notice in verse number 15, it said, Remember His covenant. Remember His covenant. When we gather around the table and partake of the the bread and the cup, we are participating in Christ Jesus. We are remembering a covenant that he made with us and that we have with him. Remember that covenant. Last week, we talked about standing in the covenant. We talked about how we wanted to make sure that we are renewing our covenant. Now and, and every day, we need to make sure that we are being committed completely to Jesus, the one who died for us. Let us remember his covenant. Let us never forget. Did you notice 
In verse number 19, it says that when they were only a few in number, very few, and strangers in it, strangers in that land. That's what God did. He picked picked Abraham and Sarah and He set them apart. He said, I have chosen you and from you is going to come a great nation. And He said, I will bless you. And then in that thought, uh, Genesis chapter 12, verse number 3, he ends up telling them, after he's saying, I'm going to bless you and make you into a great nation, then he says, and through you, all nations will be blessed. And we're coming back again to this idea of the good news of Jesus being shared with everyone. Remember his covenant and remember as it shows us here in verse number 19, that it can start with just a few. Just you and I can do great things when God is with us. Did you notice then in verse number 29? It says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come before Him. Worship the Lord in holy array. You might remember those words a little bit better if I said, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Do you notice those words? Do you recognize those words? Can you point to those words? You know, sometimes we forget those things that are right before us. And the words are the ones that are ascribed up here. They are given up there. From Psalm 96, verse number 2, I believe. This is what we're to do. We're get to give, get, God is filled with glory. God is holiness. God is beauty. And as we say those things and as we honor him with words and as we uplift and glorify his name, we are ascribing to him the glory that is due his name. He deserves the praise that we give. That is what this verse is saying. And I pray that in our lives that we are giving him everything, every bit of our being is ascribing praise to him. Let us give to the Lord the glory that is due Him. He has done great things for us. He has done the greatest thing that He could possibly have done. A greater act of love there is not than to send His Son to die for us. Jesus died for you. God gave His one and only, His beloved Son, He gave Him up for you. There's nothing else that compares to that act of love. Evangelism, remembering his covenant, God doing great things even with a few, giving to the Lord the glory that is due him. Notice those things. And I mean, there, there are other things in there too. I hope you'll write them down and pay attention to them. But did you notice in verse number 33? It says, Then the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord, for He is coming to judge the earth. He is coming to judge the earth. 
those words still hold true. He will come again. He has not forgotten us. He is faithful to his covenant. He calls us to be faithful to him. If we are faithful to him, then on that judgment day, he will tell us, he will tell us, come, enter into my father's house. He will tell us, you're not judged guilty. I took the punishment for you. You may now live eternally with me and my Father in heaven. He's coming to judge us. Judgment is a scary thing. And we all know that we failed miserably in our lives. And we thank God that we're growing in Christ. I'm glad I'm not the person that I used to be. But still, we're all guilty except for the blood of Jesus continuing to wash us and cleanse us of our sins. We have no standing before God except to say, I believed in Jesus and I did what he asked. On that judgment day, verse 35, did you notice it says, Save us, O God of our salvation. We can't save ourselves. We need God to save us. I pray that you will notice these things. I pray that these words, as you consider the wonderful act of what Jesus has done for us, will spur you on to to consider all these words and to say amen to them. Verse 36 says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said amen and praised the Lord. Church, with these things, these things that we've noticed, these things that were read, do you say amen? Let us say amen together. As I read this, and we'll stop, we'll all say it together there. Then the people said amen. Let us say it together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said amen. Let us live it. Let us follow it. Let us be filled with words that ascribe to the Lord the glory that's due to his name. Let us lift up Jesus in our lives so that he, people see him living in us and people hear us sharing the words of truth about him. I pray that we'll live that. If there's anybody uh, here today, anybody who is uh, considering Christ Jesus, you want to know more about him, you're welcome to to make that known. If there's anybody who needs the prayers of the church, you're welcome to, to call me or to come forward. If anybody wants to give their life to Jesus Christ today, I encourage you. Won't you please, we're getting ready to sing a song of encouragement, number 425, and we're reminded there's nowhere else we can go but to the Lord. He's the one who can save us. If you need to respond, please come as we stand up and sing this song. Please.